All right. Welcome to another new session of Netcars Podcasts. Today, I am joined by Sir JC Medina. Uh, Sir JC, uh, would you like to introduce yourself, please? Hi. Uh, first of all, thanks, Miguel. Hi, this is JC Medina from Signal TV. Uh, we are the biggest uh, DTH company in the Philippines, DTH, aka Satellite Pay TV. Uh, so where I run uh, digital innovations, uh, the department. No? So we're a, we're a smallish team uh, embedded within Signal, responsible for building the future uh, of the company, right? So right now, uh, my team is involved in our digital media business. At the same time, uh, we also manage uh, our OTT app, meaning uh, we have this uh, live streaming product called Signal Play. Uh, where you can watch videos uh, on demand as well as watch uh, our linear channels. Mm, so uh, that's, that's what we handle. And then, of course, we, uh, we, we invest in a lot of R&D just to see what the future might be like uh, for a company like Signal. That's so, yeah. perfect. Thank you so much, JC. So um, first thing I'd really want to find out about you and your team is how are you guys? I mean, this is uh, our rather the world right now is experiencing quite a change or quite a shift in norms uh, especially yeah. with the lockdowns and with ECQ uh, so I kind of want to uh, know how you guys have been dealing with uh, the lockdown well uh, it's been quite like I think we're like on week seven now of the lockdown yes. so you yes, kind of get used to it but um, I mean, quite frankly, we're still in shock over this sudden shift, right? Because we mm. used to all work in an office and now we're, we've been doing this for like seven weeks now. We've been working from home. Uh, I'd like to think that we've more or less adjusted. There's still a lot of room for improvement and experimentation on our end just to make sure that we will work at optimal levels. Mm -hmm. uh, but I think, and, and this is something... Um, a lot of companies uh, experience now we're, we're essentially you know building you know building the plane as we fly it right um, because ultimately everyone's just like you know trying to figure out you know ways to to continue work in light of this whole uh, crisis in light yeah. of this lockdown so it's been quite challenging but yeah. we're still alive in fact uh, I can even go as far as to say that, you know, we've been busier than usual, yeah. right? Uh, at the expense, of course, of like work-life balance, right? Yes. Uh, but we've been lucky because uh, in the case of our team, um, since we're digital innovations, right? Like within Signal TV, uh, we've, we're already familiar with all these tools mm. because it's part of our job, right? It's part of yes. our mandate to actually experiment and try out all of these tools. So uh, digital innovations, I mean, doesn't necessarily apply to the products we offer, but to also to, to an emergent you know, digital culture uh, that we try to promote to the rest of the company. Uh, so we've been familiar. We've been using these tools. We've been on Slack uh, since, since last year. And, we, and we, so we weren't really that surprised when we got this memo from the company asking us to, to adopt, you know, uh, collaboration software, use Zoom, use Microsoft Teams. You know, uh, we've been using all of these things I, when, we, when we deal with our partners and, of course, when we conduct meetings uh, 
internally as well. So uh, the tooling part wasn't so hard for us. Well, that's, so, yeah. yeah, that's great to hear. But I also wanted to know, like, has Signal uh, ever tried experimenting with work from home in the past? Is that something that you guys have tried to do before or attempted to do? Um, did you guys have any success with it? Uh, please do elaborate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, well, in the case of Signal, we are still a retail-based company. Mm. So if you look at our core business, this involves us selling you know, satellite kits, right? Yes. Which is still sold by a network of partners all over the country, and they're called like territory partners. So you see all of these like stores, these kiosks, um, some of which you find in malls, right? So we have to sell the box physically still, right? And in fact, uh, we're still in the process of building out our e-commerce portal. Oh, perfect! Uh, but wow. you would still need someone to install that satellite in your mm. place, right? Okay. So that's where. So if you think about it, Signal uh, is fundamentally a retail-heavy business. Yes. Right. Yeah. Uh, because we need these outlets to to move our product, right? To acquire new customers. Uh, of course, we're not too worried about that. So, to answer your question, no uh, we haven't really had a chance to to institutionalize work from home. Um, yeah. We have dabbled in it in the past, right? Um, mm -hmm. Under extraordinary circumstances, yeah. Meaning, uh, one guy has to ask permission from from his or her, you know, immediate superior, and then we we decide on the fly if this person can work from home, right? Mm. But it, this is still something we're considering. And it just so happened that we were all forced into it when they declared the, the, the ECQ, the lockdown, yeah. right? Uh, but it's something we were seriously considering, uh, again, in light of recent legislation uh, from the government uh, encouraging work from home. Um, that's something we're still looking into as part of Signal and not just a directive from the government. I mean, I think that's completely fair because I think a lot of businesses, both retail and even uh, digital, have just experienced a lot of drastic change in the span of a week, perhaps. Yep. I mean, yep. a lot of people have had to adjust and the adjustment has been painful, I think, to say the least. Uh, people are... Yeah, I mean yeah, varying degrees, yeah. Out. Yeah. as you said earlier like you know it's kind of like building the plane while flying it at the same time it's just yep what is the best way to go about this like i know some people have been like uh what do you call that hoarding uh laptops just so that they can yes to their employees right away it's kind of exactly to be honest but uh, going back yeah. to that metaphor that you mentioned earlier about uh building a plane while flying it I mean, there's a lot of questions about productivity uh, with regards to yeah. working from home. And I kind of wanted to know how you guys are tackling that uh, within Signal. Um, are there things that you're learning in terms of productivity? Uh, are there things that you've probably thought to yourself, okay, so how we used to do it before, that's not going to fly anymore. We need to, we need to adjust. Or, do you yeah. have stories like that? Yeah, please do share. <laughs> Well, we, we did come up with, you know, uh, on a per-department basis, we did come up with um, various ad hoc uh, or impromptu uh, processes, right? The day it was announced. In fact, um, so the lockdown was announced Thursday night and then 
we had Friday to more or less, you know, gather all of our thoughts. And then uh, by Monday, um, we finally, you know, we, we had to like introduce all of these policies, right? Governing work from home on our end. Um, so in the case of my team, uh, it's pretty straightforward, right? Uh, because that's the thing with like work from home. There's this lingering insecurity over someone's productivity. But again, uh, my team by design um we're like we're like you know we're essentially designed to to adjust to these things naturally right um because yeah. we i do expect my team to uh to, to self-organize because that's one of our like core you know agile tenets uh, but i did provide them with like general guidance on how we should do things moving forward and it's pretty lightweight um so every day we have a recurring meeting at 11 a.m uh, it's just a quick, you know, daily stand-up meeting for us. And then uh, every Friday, uh, I just ask the team to like post their, um, to share their progress uh, via Slack. Uh, it's just like, you know, a series of just three bullet points to what happened. Uh, but we do talk every day. I know there is uh, a need to communicate, but in our case, we tend to like over-communicate. In fact, we've been communicating too much. That I'm trying to dial it down a bit, uh, okay. but it's good because there it, it brings a lot of awareness, right? Uh, yes. With your current work stream, so we do have, you know, we do review on a daily basis um, everything that matters specific yeah. to our work stream. So the product managers have to work on this. Uh, our business development people have to focus on this, and then um, and then we go through all of our again we we go through all of our existing uh, programs. Uh, in our case, so so yeah, that's so that's how we we manage. And of course, uh, since we use a tool like Slack and Microsoft Teams, um, a lot of there are a lot of like conversations that happen mm -hmm. during the day. Although we do respect uh, time for our team members to actually get in the zone, uh, so we usually yeah. allocate like you know one to two hours of uh, heads down time, uh, usually in the morning before our 11 a.m. stand up. Mm -hmm. uh to 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 more it's like you know it it it's still you know it's it's pretty much like something we don't really touch right because again we want people to to do mindful work still right yeah. uh but yeah that's a very interesting approach a, a head down time did i say it correctly mm -hmm. heads down Head, heads down yeah heads, yeah, down, heads yeah. down uh could you clarify uh, what what was that process like or how do you guys uh, go about doing the heads down time I mean, uh, heads down time for us is just like a way for us to create opportunities that would allow us to perform deep work, right? And by uh, deep okay. work, you're like in the zone. So you enter into this state called flow, right? Uh, okay. uh, that, that, you know, it just turns you into this like super focused human, right? Uh, without any external interruption. So we actually encourage you know, our team members, uh, some of them to go offline or they don't have to to be online in Slack. So, you know, it's it's really alone time, right? Uh, to allow you to, to work on your next, you know, product specification to, 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 to I mean, you can do a lot of things for, for, for mm. some, for some, for our UI UX people. I mean, this is like a great time for them to actually ideate. Uh, for our product managers, it's time for them to prune uh, their, their backlogs. So it's, it's been like that. And that's something, you know, we've been ah, encouraging. It's very reminiscent yeah. of Scrum, if I'm not mistaken. So that's very yeah, good. Yeah, I mean, um, as a culture, I mean, uh, we, we, we do abide 
uh, agile, right? Uh, oh, okay. that's understood. That's one way that makes you know that's that's one of our distinguishing uh, characteristics as a team. We are inherently agile. We are inherently scrummy, right? Mm-hmm. Without yeah. actually doing real scrum work, but we're agile. It's more agile than scrum. You know, Sounds in that case. perfect. I mean, if you guys mm-hmm. are. I hope this is the kind of thing that a lot more people sort of adopt uh, because I think yeah. that method way more productive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, and, and digital in general, again, putting it in the context of, of you know, large companies, yeah. uh, digital is really more of culture rather than adopting the latest, you know, cutting edge uh, technology out there. It mm-hmm. starts with their culture. And then once you think digital, then you should have the ability to wield all of these tools, you know, available out there, you know. Um, so before you even, you know, become or uh, adept at using something like, say, marketing automation or uh, content management systems or whatever, AI, ML, whatever, it begins with culture, you know. You have mm. to think digitally. Uh, yes. so, that's, so that's what we do. That's you know, perfect. And it sounds like you guys are, you know, adjusting well uh, with regards to the ECQ and with those strategies in place. I think you guys are doing uh, a, a good job. <laughs> uh, we'd like to think, uh, again, uh, as a disclaimer there, we'd like to think we're coping. Yeah. Uh, of course, um, this whole situation is, is bigger than us, right? Yes, uh, so. Yes. And it's not necessarily a one-size-fits-all approach. Uh, our team is relatively okay, I would say. Uh, again, as I mentioned earlier, there's still a lot of room for improvement. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why we're looking at you know, various uh, solutions out there that would allow yeah. us to, to structure our work. Uh, because that's, again, one of the risks that you take once you jump in uh in 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 this like you know um unfamiliar working arrangement mm-hmm. then a- you have to find a way then 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 the next thing you'll you'll do is trying to find you know some structure so not only are we introducing structure in our new work from home life uh but we're also looking at or we're also enlisting third party tools to allow us to be more productive and again put some structure um in our work mm-hmm. so yeah all right, that sounds amazing. But now that uh, we've sort of covered how your team uh, or how you and your team are managing things internally, I also kind of wanted to figure out how you guys are dealing with your customers or how you guys are communicating uh, with your customers uh, despite the lockdown. I mean, business still has to happen and customers yeah. probably have a lot of uh, concerns or queries with regards to their subscriptions or um, the, the, there's uh, the things that they've bought from Signal. So how are you guys sort of managing that end? Yeah, uh, so, so in our case, I mean, uh, so our customer support facilities are, are operational. Mm. Uh, so you can still reach us via, via Facebook. You can send us an email uh, and we'll, we'll provide support, right? So there are a lot of like, um, I guess like nuances in yes. continuing support because that's how we do it. We have over 2.2 you know, million subscribers right now um, who are used to like, you know, calling Signal. But 
we are available. We, we you can reach us through Facebook, and uh, you can also send us an email. Uh, we have, although our agents, we re reduce the number of agents uh, because of the ECQ. Yeah. Uh, but we remain communicative, uh, using social media as our main channel, uh, and we 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 do have. Um, a group within the company, we have our, our skeletal workforce making sure that you enjoy your cable, uh, you enjoy your, your, your satellite TV, right? <laughs> um, during this lockdown, because a lot of people really rely on our programming, right? To, to, to stay entertained and to, to stay informed during this whole crisis. So yeah, so that's how we communicate to our customers. Uh, we, we send them emails, they, 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 they follow us on Facebook, so, so yeah. So it's been pretty, I mean, it's okay, right? Again, yeah. a lot of these things could be better. Um, so, so yeah. No problem. I mean, I think communicating at least in that end to be, to be able to reassure your customers, I think it can still go a long way in terms of stickiness, right? Yeah. Yep. Definitely. Definitely. So another thing that I wanted to sort of um, get your opinion on is, a lot of people today, um, as even in Manila, they're, they're quite scared as to how to continue with their businesses. Mm -hmm. I mean, a lot of entrepreneurs or even small businesses, they don't know where to get the money to pay their employees. They don't know where to get the money to sort of just keep afloat nowadays. So I wanted to know from your perspective, what do you think is the main thought or what is the main priority that any business leader should have during this pandemic? Oh wow, that's uh, that's yeah, a pretty that's good question, no? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty loaded too. And again, um, I, it's also hard to bridge it to a specific, you know, a company, yeah. right? There's no, again, uh, it's not a one-size-fits-all approach, For sure. uh, depending on your sector, right? Um, but once the lockdown is lifted, um, I mean, in our case, it's gonna be. Business as usual, you know, at fifty percent capacity uh, in mm -hmm. terms of like people working in our offices, since we are classified uh, as an essential service, right? Because so uh, in a way we we are a utility, right? Uh, since we are a media company, uh, so in our case, it's really a gradual resumption of our operations, but we'll probably. Uh, restore our retail operations first because that's the most important. Uh, okay. um, our customers also want to see us, right? While adjusting some of our processes uh, that would allow us to continue working from home until, I don't know, like they find like a vaccine, right? In fact, um, we do have internal committees right now currently working on, you know, defining uh, the, the whole thing. Right, because again, this is something you have to design specific to the needs of the company. All we know is that lives matter more than business, more than yes. anything, right? So sure. we just want to ensure that all of our employees are safe and healthy, and then we'll just like figure out the rest, right? Yeah. So, um, so in our case, it's really important for us to actually, you know, uh make sure that the business uh, mm -hmm. runs, runs, runs smoothly. And, uh, and, and that means, you know, us um, reactivating all of our, you know, retail outlets. Yes. I mean, Where it's safe. Yes. yes. 
yes, exactly. Safety is a number one priority, right? Uh, yeah. Otherwise, there will be no one to run the business. Yeah. But again, uh, we're still, again, there's nothing final about our plans yet. Uh, mm -hmm. The new normal is still a big question yeah. that we have to ask ourselves, right? What is the new normal? Exactly. Right? I mean, I want and, to ask, uh, yeah. Oh, sorry, please. Go ahead. Oh, no, 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 go ahead. Go ahead. Thank you. I mean, that's, that's a very interesting point that you mentioned about what is the new normal because no one really knows at this point, right? I mean, we know we know what to sort of react to in terms of the virus and how to sort of stop spreading it. But in terms of like what comes after, that's just a huge question mark, isn't it? But exactly. With regards to that, I mean, or with regards to Signal TV, do you think this whole experience with the pandemic um, will change a core feature in your business? Or do you guys think that um, that's still kind of hazy at the moment? Well, let's just say that we're learning a lot uh, yeah. from the market right now. And that is, that is valuable to us, right? Mm -hmm. So we're, we've, we've been listening to our customers. We're seeing um, emergent, I guess, like customer behavior during this whole crisis. Mm -hmm. Like uh, case in point, we noticed that a lot of people have been signing up for our uh, streaming video service. Mm -hmm. Yes. Right? Um, and a lot of them are actually upgrading their accounts because we have a free layer and then we have a premium layer. So if, for example, uh, you don't have a relationship with Signal, you can still watch some of our channels by downloading Signal Play. Right? Mm -hmm. So okay. we're seeing a lot of interesting behavior like that. We're seeing some people shifting to, 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 to streaming video. Yeah. Right. And actually paying for it. So that's interesting. And that could actually transform the company. That is actually accidental, you know, uh, innovation for us or accelerated uh, innovation for us because now we realize that, wow, okay, there is something there. We know when we built our streaming video product, uh, we knew that this was going to be more of a long-term play, but we see an uptick uh, in the usage. And so maybe this is actually the near future for us. You know, not not the uh, not too distant future for Signal, right? So we're seeing, we're learning a lot, and yes, we're seeing yes. a lot of again new consumption patterns uh, from 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 our customers, and that's very interesting. Uh, although, again, uh, once this is all over, God knows when this thing is going to be over, <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, no one knows. But once this is all over, we're still going to see, you know. Uh, activity similar to the good old days you know uh and by the good old days i mean like you know a first half of march yeah <laughs> where, where where they it was business as usual it was normal but yes. again we're seeing we're gonna live in a normal-ish world there's gonna be people will revert back to old habits and then people will learn new habits the same way people are learning you know work from home now mm, right yes. uh so so we're gonna change as an organization and um I can definitely vouch for our organization's uh, resilience mm -hmm. during this time of crisis, and uh, we're very excited to to face, you know, or rather, not excited, you know, but we're we'd like to think that we're generally ready to face this post, you know, uh, lockdown world. Perfect. I mean, I think a lot of companies are uh, 
really hazy on that. But for you guys to have like a more solid idea, then I think you guys are one step uh, one step further in that end. And it's funny. Um, that you yeah. Know, sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Again, it's not. Uh, again, it's not solid. Nor is it bulletproof. But yeah. uh, we have a working theory, right? Yes. Yes. And up until this whole thing is lifted, then we get to try, you know, uh, our theory. Yeah. And if it doesn't work, then we have to adjust. Because, exactly. And again, that remains to be one of the key business challenges in this new world. I mean, you really have to be agile. Mm. You have to be resilient. True. Yeah. Learn and adapt, uh, a lot of people yep. say. And it's funny yep. that you should mention uh, learning new things or, uh, you know, uh, ch- trying or changing to new perspectives because I wanted to segue into something uh, that in marketing has had a, quite a big impact in the past couple of years, uh, which is personalization or personalization mm-hmm. content for uh, marketing. Um, there, it's been sort of growing, as I mentioned, and a lot of people still aren't quite sure how to go about it. So my, I, so my first question about personalization for you, JC, is um, what are your ideas or opinions about personalized marketing? Like, are there common mistakes that people assume about it? And what is it should we be doing about personalization? Yeah, I mean, uh, so, uh, well, in terms of personalization, uh, this is definitely something we plan to make mm. uh, in all of our products. So we have yet to roll out a, a strong personalization product, right? Because it mm. goes beyond uh, mail merge tags. Um, so as we define, uh, because right now we have two, two product tracks, right? We have uh, streaming video and then we have digital media, aka mm. news and content, right? Uh, so we're starting to build the foundation for our personalization uh, infrastructure. Of mm. course, we want this to be driven by ML, you know, uh, AI. Yeah. Uh, but again, uh, in our case, it begins at the ground floor, right? So we're still in the process of gathering as much data, subject mm. to regulation, of course, uh, subject to compliance with the with the data privacy uh, yes. commission, sure. uh, but we still have to build our uh, our, our data stores. Uh, we still have to clean up our data so that we can provide a strong personalization product. Uh, but yes, um, we you know personalization is a core. Uh, actually, it's personalization and customization for us, mm. uh, and it applies for all of our product streams, our product portfolios. Um, so we are looking at personalization only because we want a strong recommendation engine, whether it be, you know, uh, mostly on the content side of things, right? So we just want to give our users, you know, uh, we just want to give solid recommendations on which articles to read next. We also want to give recommendations on what to watch next, Mm. right? Uh, and again, this, we're still working at the foundational level. Uh, we're still building our own, you know, proprietary user graph for that. In order to inform uh, personalization, you know, signal style or yeah. signal digital style, right? Uh, so that's where we are. Um, so we haven't really encountered any any pitfalls, any challenges yet, yet because again, this is like pretty long process just to get to like personalization. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, I'm just like bridging this uh, to our case. Um, 
and with with our products but but yeah i mean um we've been experimenting with content recommendations uh, so far um it's been driving some engagement uh, on the site but again there are a lot of factors to play here too yes um, for sure which we're still trying to you know figure out you know because ultimately personalization is not necessarily the business goal for us the business goal for us is growth right revenue mm. growth traffic growth uh, everything flows from there so if we give them a good product with personalization then we should be able to 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 increase our revenues very good point and i like how you sort of also mentioned the numbers or rather the the goals that you guys are setting so it's a huge emphasis on growth if i'm not mistaken yeah i mean it's it's all about growth for us especially for digital um I mean, um, by design, we have to grow fast, you know. So it's like yeah. a startup embedded within a, a, a much larger uh, enterprise. That's a, that's a really good point. So, with that in mind, I mean, what happens to a company or to any digital company, for that matter, um, if they don't even consider trying personalization? Is there a risk involved in that, or do you think, nah, they'll be fine? Um, again, um, there's no one-size-fits-all approach. Mm, uh, I think yeah. personalization is great for e-commerce. Mm -hmm. um, I think personalization is actually great in general uh, to varying degrees, of course, of success, right, once they implement it. Um, but what's important first is they should have a data-first approach mm. uh, before they even get into personalization. They have to make sure that uh, they're measuring the right metrics, that they're gathering the right you know data points and put it in a repository so that once you power you know once you have a personalization strategy in place then you should be able to um to roll out you know a compelling product yes right? yes uh, but again it depends on the use case um for sure personalization i think again is exciting for for free e-commerce uh, in our case, it's there's a natural it's a natural fit as well. Again, recommending personalizing uh, your your content experience. I think that's a pretty solid value proposition. Um, but say if you're in construction, then it becomes a bit you know maybe it doesn't really be maybe it's not really much of a priority. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. understood. So I'd like yeah. to uh, emphasize or focus focus in on that. Uh, strategy that uh, Signal is trying to do? I mean, without obviously without giving too much information, um, what channels do you think is appropriate for Signal to use when uh, doing personalization? I mean, there's also your website, of course, but would you consider yeah. personalization via other channels such as email or SMS, maybe? Oh, definitely. Um, all of our touch points, would benefit from personalization that includes sms email um instant messaging and uh the website itself via web chat or yeah. through e-commerce right um so we we stand to benefit from that um so yeah i mean again going back to what i said earlier so, yeah. sorry um no it all boils down to us coming up with a solid model data model mm. of the customer we should be able to to define who our customer is and segment them accordingly in order to subject them to these personalized uh, marketing funnels. Agreed. Otherwise, I mean, 
you just doing regular marketing in that case, right? <laughs> exactly. Regular marketing with personalization in air quotes. Yeah. Right? So Quote again, personalization. Yeah. <laughs> so, Otherwise, it's yeah. going to be like garbage in, garbage out. You know? mm, uh, that's so point. that's the thing. Right? Yeah. Uh, so you actually have to, you have to invest in quality first, quality data before everything. Yeah. Which actually brings me to my last question with regards to personalization. So let's say I'm an entrepreneur and I've been hearing all this stuff about personalization. What would you recommend to me as the number one thing to do first if I'm considering personalization? Uh, well, you can treat uh, well treat personalization as a product, mm, right? Okay. Uh, which has its own product pathway. Meaning, we can't really expect any company, a small business, even to go from zero to sixty in terms yeah. of personalization. Uh, I highly encourage them to again clean up their data first. You know, measure what matters and then use that to develop a product that would allow their customers to move down the funnel, meaning to convert, mm -hmm. right? Yes. And for the most part, okay, most of the time, maybe 80 to 90% of the time, they need personalization for that, right? Mm -hmm. And um, I would actually encourage them to experiment first with uh, off-the-shelf solutions out there that would allow them to to send unique uh, offers and emails to their consumers mm. and then take it from there. Because again, um, a small business who has you know, uh, dreams of growth would want to experiment along the way you know, before they get to the desired uh, state, right? So yes. so yeah, that's, that's, that's what I would tell you know, um, any you know, business person uh, at this time, I mean, ultimately, it's all about uh, making sure that uh, you you invest in the right data. Yes, I mean that. I think that it is the number one thing. Otherwise, when when you get the data wrong in the beginning, you're not going to have a good output at the end. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So with yeah. that with that in mind, guys, or to anyone who is listening to this podcast, look at your data. Look at your numbers and get it right. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And I think that's a wonderful way to end our session today. Uh, All right. Again, JC, thank you so much Thanks, for joining. Miguel. Yeah, thank you so much again for joining our uh, our session today. And I hope right. we're all doing wonderful and safe during this time. Uh, JC, any final You too. Thoughts? Take care. Uh, I think I'm good. I think I'm all all right. No worries. Point, but yes, thank you, Miguel. Take care. Thank you so much. And I'm, I've been Miguel and this is from Netcore and I'm